0: Back guys. And this is the Dance Library Mom Wife Show. And I'm back for season three. Yes, yes, yes. Hope you missed me. If you didn't, it's okay. I missed you. Um I I I basically treated this podcast like I treat my reality shows and my um other my other shows that I that I watch, like you know, Grey's Anatomy. Um, what else do I watch? I watch a lot of reality shows, So, Grey's Anatomy was the first one that came to my mind as far as a non-reality show. However, um, I, this last month, and then I'm gonna get back on topic. This last month has been a real, um, busy, busy, busy month for my household, From the beginning of April, honestly, going all the way to the end of May, our weekends were jam-packed with activities. And the majority of these activities involved my daughter because um, I have her, or I've had her in company dance. Like She was on a competition team for her dance company. She was also in gymnastics. And um, she's also in this... um, This social girls club called Party Caboodle. It is a uh, nonprofit organization that basically teaches little girls about entrepreneurship, um, positive self-esteem. It's just a really all-around great club. Anyway, so I have her in all, and she's in Girl Scouts, and she's just in a lot of things. And I basically had a lot of things going on. And then on top of that, you know, I'm full-time Librarian. So, and amongst wife and mom. So I didn't have time to really record my episodes and give you quality um, podcasts like I wanted to. And so that is why I chose to end it with my last one and say, let me take a break in May, get everything done, clear my schedule. And then once June comes, I'm starting to back up because by then I will be going into my summer vacation. Okay. Now, granted, we are still in school in my district. We are, um, the kids' last day will actually be today because this is a Thursday episode. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yes, I pre record. Sometimes I pre record, sometimes I record on day of. This is, just so happens to be a pre recorded episode. So today is the kids' last day of school. The teacher's last day is tomorrow, but my last contract today is the 11th. However, it's still summer vacation, right? And I don't know if I told everybody in my la- in my last season that I received um, a new position at a new school. So I will be starting new things come the fall at an intermediate school. So I'll be working with fifth and sixth graders, which I am eager, anxious, and excited to do because I have done elementary students for 14, well, 16 years total. I've been in my current school for 14 years, but I have done elementary for 16 years. And so I felt it was time for me to change. And I really want to move up because I want to eventually do like high school. Everyone's telling me I should go admin route. I really don't want to do admin. Um, (laughs) Well, I can say right now I don't want to do admin. Who knows down the line 10 years from now what I'll think. But right now I am enjoying being involved with the students. So saying all that to say, I'm glad to be back. I had a busy May. School's almost out. Um, I'll probably have more podcasts to kind of go over some things that occurred in May that popped up in my head. Like, I need to do a podcast on this. I need to do a podcast on that. So, um, but today in in the season of graduations and promotion ceremonies and, all, and I need to say something about that. Oh, and prior, I'm going to keep going. Uh, excuse me if I'm jumping all over the place. I'm just excited to be back. Um, promotion versus graduation. What do you say? Do you say kindergarten graduation? Do you say kindergarten promotion ceremony? I don't know. I have this thing, and it could be like an OCD thing. It could be a control issue. I honestly don't know the the correct name for it. But I have this thing about calling kindergarten promotion ceremonies kindergarten graduations. Here's why. For one, me growing up, we didn't do kindergarten ceremonies. Like, like promotion day, we had a awards day, and the awards day was for every grade level. Um, now, when I got to fifth grade, we did have a fifth grade promotion ceremony, but it wasn't called fifth grade graduation; it was called fifth grade promotion ceremony. Um, eighth grade, I believe they did call the eighth grade ceremony a graduation, but in my head, when I think of graduation, I feel you have reached the end. The end meaning of your, of your if it's not high school, like you reach the end of your educational journey when it comes to receiving a diploma. You've done 12 great years. You have received your diploma. You can either keep going on with your education or you can begin your life as a full-on working adult. Okay? And then when you have your college graduation, that means you extended that education a little bit further. You know, to get a degree in in a specified or a specialized area to be like an expert in that area. So, um, I saved the word graduation for my the twelfth graders and those college graduates because you work your butt off to get to that point. To get to your twelfth grade year and you finally got your diploma, everything you have done everything you can. From kindergarten all the way to 12th grade, if not pre-K, all the way to 12th grade. You deserve that diploma. You deserve that graduation. You deserve that recognition. Same for college. You have spent all your money. Granted, I know some people pay for, you know, uh, high school and middle school. I'm talking about those people who have to go to, you know, college and pay for college because they went to public school all these years, and then they get to college, they got to start paying. Yes, they may have a scholarship. Mm, Who knows? Was it, is it a full ride, partial ride? All in all, you work your butt off very hard in college. So you deserve that graduation um, term thrown, you know, given to you. So I'm um, way off topic, guys. I apologize. I don't really say fifth, uh, kindergarten graduation. Now it's cute for you to put the little cap and gown on them and all oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cute very nice. But I'm going to continue to say all oh, your kindergarten promotion ceremony. All <laughs> oh, your fourth grade promotion ceremony. All oh, your fifth grade promotion ceremony cuz you've been promoted to the next grade. You got to keep going, baby. You're not done. Keep going. You've been promoted to the next grade. All right? Okay. Now, what this show is actually about, which I haven't even gotten touched on is cuz in the season of graduation and awards days and things like that end of school year activities. The topic of today, um I got from a post that I read in one of these Facebook groups I'm in is about co-parenting and and uh co-parenting and having communication with your other co-parent for events. I probably said that all like difficult and things but basically what I mean is as someone who's in a blended relationship or a blended marriage rather do you as the primary parent inform your the non custodial parent is the way this post was to said it inform the other parent who the child may not be with on a regular basis of different events that are to come for this child for example the kin- their kindergarten promotion ceremony when you know the dates or you found the dates do you do you text them or call them or email them and say hey FYI little johnny's promotion ceremony is uh Thursday at 3 you know don't forget do you do these things um and not minded the post i read was about, it was a celebrity post, and I found out more details about it. But the basis of it, the way it was stated, I was like, this is sort of petty. This is sort of really petty, and y'all have lost sight of the the real problem in this whole, the real victims in this whole situation. So the post basically stated was, the father was upset with the mother because the mother didn't tell the father of his child's promotion ceremony. He didn't know until he saw pictures of the child in their graduation gear and was like, oh, I wish I would have known. I would have totally been there. Been nice to have known. And the mother, um, I'm not, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure if the mother said this. Um, I want to say maybe it was somebody else who reposted and basically was like, it is not the primary parent's job to tell the non-custodial parent about events for the child we are not your personal secretaries if you really want to know about your kids events and things like that going on you will make sure that your child that you will either call the school or put your name on the communication list at the school and so forth and so on and I was like yes you can do that you You can't call the school, you can't call the school and say hey can i can you put me on here for so that y'all I can start getting the messages or getting this that and the third. I can't check the social media pages. I can't do that, but then I also sat back and was like, "But what's wrong with you sending a three to five second text saying, "Hey, I just found out the date of this, and this is why I say that. I'm in a school setting. I am, um, I am actually over my school social media page. Uh, my web page is done by my tech specialist. But out of all the schools in the district, there are a lot of schools that don't really keep up with updating the web page or the social media pages. And so, prime example, I've gone into my son's schools like web page and gone to the calendar on there to try to find things and there's nothing there no events not the event that i need like field day i'm like let me see they have field day no it's not there nothing's there or let me see if they're gonna do um a christmas party. so there's nothing there no there's nothing there um flyers yes sometimes flyers are sent home you know, sometimes they're sent home the day before or the day of. Um, but if I'm the non-custodial parent, would I see that flyer? And then the post also stated, like, you know, the child is in kindergarten. If you ask the child, they could probably tell you. They know they have a, a something coming up because they they've probably been talking about it in their classroom. And you can probably put two and two together and figure out, oh, it's coming up soon. Let me just try to call the school and figure out what time and what date. But I'm like, you're it sounds as if this person and this is just my perspective. It sounds as if this person is still bitter about something from that relationship that you are you are going to put the kids feelings on the back burner to be petty to their parent cuz you don't want them you don't want to be their secretary. And I have never thought of it as being a secretary. Never, never, never. I thought of it as just, I want my child to have both parents at this event. If the parent shows up, the parent shows up. If the parent doesn't, the parent does it. I did my part to make sure my child was going to have some representative there, if not both, supporting them. And it could be because I came from a household. I did come from a two-parent household. And, you know, My parents would come to events and things like that. And it made me happy. And I think about my step-sons. um, When their father would attend, like, the oldest one's basketball games, you know, he might not verbally say it, but I knew he was looking for that. He would look to make sure, did his daddy come? Is his daddy coming? Because they will talk about this, you know, the game afterwards or whatever. Or he would, like, let him know, hey, daddy, here's my schedule for the season. You know, as they got older, the son would just basically, you know, send it to my husband. But um, it's, it's you have to come to a sense of maturity with with each other as far as mom and dad who are no longer together. You both have to come to a sense of maturity and understanding that this is not about us anymore. Me being mad at you for whatever reason, I've got to put that way underneath the ground six feet deep because nobody is hurting more than the kids. You are so worried that you are going to be the person's secretary or that you feel like you're you're carrying all the weight of being the primary parent that you don't want this child to have both people there for whatever reason because of a simple five-second text. And people could be like, well, if that's, you know, you, the, the, as a primary parent, they do the most work. They do everything. And I was discussing this with my husband. He agreed with me like, man, that's dumb. Put the kids first. It's why well, you just can't text them, you know, hey, this is what's going on. I should also say this: When you sometimes you call these schools, and the people at the school will give you false information, or they won't know. Um, I'm not sure. Or they'll say, "Oh, yeah, that's coming up this Sunday or this Thursday," and the Thursday come up, and you realize that thing has been rescheduled. <laughs> but um, you you just gotta come to a sense of maturity to know that is this really worth it? Will this who is this hurting? for me to send a text. Oh, it's going to hurt the kid because I didn't let their father know or their mother know that they're going to be in a play. And so when the kid is done with the play, well, where's that? Oh, he didn't come. And it's another thing my, my my husband says, like, yeah, then you have those who won't tell them and then be like, yeah, your daddy didn't come, he ain't worth nothing. You know, you know, and that's, and then these kids grow up thinking this. And I have heard them, these type of stories as well from adults who's, you know, come from, you know, uh, split homes where they thought all this time their daddy was basically no good. And come to find out their mother is basically keeping them away from dad are not really being truthfully honest with events to him and, and things like that. And I go back to say it's hurting the kid. When we do these petty things, we have to think about them. At the end of the day, no matter—I say it again, and I say it eighty times—no matter if that person comes or not, you did your job as the child's parent and told them this is what's going on. Even if you give them a calendar and say, "Hey, these are all the events about to happen," here you go—you can have it. Um. Uh one of the uh people on this post made a comment saying what that what they did with their um ex-husband um is they, they created like a Google calendar and they shared it with them. And every time the child had something, when she added it to the calendar, the husband, the ex-husband would get it. So he knew things if those are it that's easy because I all of my kids' events are on my phone calendar. And I have shared my calendar with my own husband. And so he knows. He's like, hey, Karen has the gymnastics day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to be their, quote unquote, secretary, you're not really being a secretary because you're putting it in your phone. You just share the calendar with them. And now they get it all. Again, they show, they show, they don't, they don't. They have the calendar there. It's available. So taking those type of things to, at the end of the day, making sure that baby boy baby girl has both parentals there is nothing it is nothing you are saving this child so much heartache uh as they get older and try to deal with the separation uh, issues that they might have had because of a divorce or, or whatnot and I've also stated with my husband when we're talking about this uh this particular topic is you didn't feel you were that you were that person's secretary or whatnot when you chose to have the child. The child did not say, hey, I, I want to come in this world. Come on, have me. You chose to lay down with this said person and have this said child. So you have to make sure you take on that responsibility to be that child's parent no matter what. And so... Um, I'm going to be honest, like with my husband and his ex-wife, um, it took some kind of like some years of maturity on both ends for them to kind of really be like, okay, this is just for the kids. We got to do this for the kids. You know, even me personally, like I have reached out to, um, the boy's mother and been like, at the end of the day, it's about these kids. And we both are, we both agree. You're right. Like they're the ones who are going to. And be impacted with any decisions we make. So let's put all the BS aside and make sure we are on the same page when it comes to um, being at events. <laughs> okay. Um, so and, and and then this is one last thing. As a stepmom, um, yes, they may you know enjoy seeing me there. But it's nothing like the biological parent being there. And I tell my husband, like, I could go. But the first thing that's out there coming out their mouth is, where's my daddy? So, you know, and uh, <laughs> so you, you know, you got to be, don't, don't send a substitute. They want to see that person who birthed them or created them. Because those are the people they are attached to. Everybody else. You're just the the leaves on the stem. (laughs) Yeah, you can send um granny. Yeah, you can send uncle or auntie in your place, which would be great because that's still family. But I guarantee you, because I've heard it from my own two older sons older sons' mouth. Where's my daddy? Or hey, you talk to my mama, like it's mom and dad, period. Those are the main factors. So saying all of this uh, for today's topic, as far as do you feel it's, a, it's, a, it's your job or you feel like you're a secretary, I, I, I give this word of advice. <laughs> if you have to be a secretary for your kids' happiness, you better be the best secretary money can buy because I know me personally, I will go to the ends of the earth just to make sure my babies either have are okay and comfortable and happy and not going through emotional trauma due to things that are, uh, that I can control. Okay. So create a calendar, share it with your mates, your ex, That's easy. Um, When you register your kids for school, tell the school, hey, I'm putting my name and my son's uh, father's name. He needs to be contacted. Here's his number. Contact him as well with any events. That's not hard to do. If father shows up or father doesn't show up, you know you did your part. Take the extra steps for your kids, guys. It's, It's the end of the day. It's about the kids. The end goal are your kids. That is my whole podcast today. Again, thank you for listening in. Um, It's so great to be back. Uh, Tune in again next week for another episode of The Dance Library Mom Wife with your host, Caroline Williams. And I will... uh, Yeah. I'm going to just talk to you guys next week because I'm going to go on a whole other tangent. I don't want to do that. So... I'll talk to you guys next week. Y'all take care, all right? Be safe.